step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. All right. Vibes are right. Ambiance is right. This is a bottle of Division Villages Beton. B-E-T-O-N. A mixture of Cabernet Franc and Gamay and Pinot Noirs and some other varietals. I got earthy minerals on the nose, so it's very Cobb Frank with blackberry and strawberry finishes with a touch of nutmeg. Just a touch. A lot of depth with this wine, but super smooth after it was decanted. So naturally, this is one of my new favorites. Again, it's called Beton, B-E-T-O-N. Division Wine Company has a bunch of wines to choose from, so I'm excited to go a little bit deeper with them. Just makes me want to take a trip to Oregon, obviously when the time is right, and just get my wine taste on. I'm ready for a vacation to Oregon to wine taste. As soon as the time is right, we're going to do that for sure. I got this bottle. I got mine at Bottles and Cans on Lincoln Avenue on the north side. Thank you to Bottles and Cans for them always being super nice to V and I when we come in. Great presence in the neighborhood. Super clean place. Super quiet place. Just they let you shop. If you have questions, they're, they're there to help you. So shout out to Bottles and Cans. This is another episode of a podcast called Grab a Glass, hosted by yours truly, David Thomas, better known as DT also known as the one and only Big Broccolini. That's right. Yes, the one and only. Yes, I'm holding up my little muscles. <laughs> you already know I'm flexing on y'all. Welcome back. This will be airing on Super Bowl Sunday, which we'll talk about briefly later, but a big day for most Americans, of course. You've made it through another week, so cheers to that, my good people. That's a blessing, and we should celebrate that with a glass. Another week means another episode of Grab a Glass, and here we are, episode 42. Before we really kick things off though, I want to give an early shout out. I've begun meditating once a day. Mm-hmm. Every day, once a day, which has been really nice, I gotta say. I suggest it for everyone. I downloaded Headspace. I don't know if that's the app that you should use or not. Don't really give a fuck. It works for me. Get on the app, just 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes a day for me, I can check in with my body, my mind, let the thoughts run free, then bring it back to focus, and I finish feeling really good, really, really good. But after I do that, I try to write down the things that came to my mind in that time, especially if it's something that I feel like I really need to do. Not sure if that's how you're supposed to do it or not. I'm told that there is no right or wrong way to meditate, so I'm going to pass that, that language and that ideal along. Meditate, do what works for you. Whatever you feel like works, just go for it. But that's what I do. Anything that I have on my brain that I'm like, ooh, I should do that. I feel like it opens me up to just remembering some of that stuff. 
And in my last session, it came to me how much I love my brothers in the regime. How thankful I am for my brothers. What's the regime, you ask? Ah, see, you got to ask that. You knew here. <laughs> Your ass is new, but I'm going to break it down for you quickly. The regime is a group of guys I'm closest to. The men I go to for daily laughs and jokes, advice, conversation about the tough things in life, etc. It's my group text. Everybody's got a group text. Well, some people have multiple group texts. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. I go to my go-tos and that's it. I've known each one of them since I was a kid, since I was a very small child. And I'm blessed that they're friends as well now. They've all met in different ways. Some of them were friends around the same time that I became friends, but you get the point. They came to meet, and some of them, through me, they met. And it's been really nice to have your friends become friends, and then it's like, who even knows who was friends first? We spent a bulk of our early to mid-20s wreaking havoc on the city. And we've come a long way from Byron's chicken wings, bottles and bottles and bottles of Ciroc, a lot of shots, going out, staying out way too late, annoying the shit out of the waitresses at El Palmar on Irving Park, even though by the end of my three-year lease on my apartment on Dakin, they were definitely in love with us. We were able to convert these women <laughs> from thinking we were the most ignorant idiots that would walk in there at like 2 o'clock in the morning to wondering where we were if we didn't show up. So love you, Nancy. Love you, Lupe. Love you, Flavi. We'd all end up sleeping at my crib, and we'd just do it over again. If we did it on Friday, we'd do it on Saturday. Now we're all in different places. We got fiancés. We got kids. We got just all the things that have turned us into adults. The maturation is so real and so apparent, and we're all headed for really, really big things. A lot of big things on the horizon, and it's just fun to see. And I don't know that I've taken enough time to just say, hey, man, love y'all on here. A shout out here, a shout out there, but, you know, had to give y'all an ode. So to those brothers, love y'all. Cheers to y'all. Salute early in episode 42. I thank my brothers for walking with me this long, rocking with me this long, and I thank all my listeners for coming back again and again. So without further ado, you know what to do. Grab a glass, fill it up. Hopefully you have something you really, really enjoy or something that you were new with. You're trying something new. It's always good to try a new wine varietal. I never had a Cab Franc, or at least not in my recent memory, so had to try that out. Light a J for me, okay? I don't smoke during the pod. Because I will cough all over this motherfucker. <laughs> I will. I don't care. I'll cough and hack. I can't hold it in. I got punk ass lungs. So I'll just cough. You know, I know some, some niggas when they hit it, they hold it. No, I don't do that. I, I cough. I let it out. So can't do that on the pod. Y'all don't want to hear that. Grab you some water. Okay. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I know you guys going to be drinking this week and this weekend for the Super Bowl shit. So grab you some water. And if you're watching this prior to the Super Bowl, eat you a snack. You know, make sure you soak up all that liquor you're about to be drinking. But let's dive in. Oh, shit. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Also, something I wanted to get off on here. Something I wanted to say right quick. How come no one has thought of inventing a way to preheat the shower? 
Someone come up with that for me, please. I don't have the personal genius to do it, but I'm willing to team up and we could talk it through and see if we could, you know, get this thing off, off the ground and on, into the market. Or maybe somebody has already done it. I didn't look it up. I didn't. But someone needs to if they haven't. You could preheat the oven. You can preheat the fucking oven, have it nice and hot and warm for your flimsy ass mozzarella sticks. But I got to sit ass naked in my bathroom and hold my hand in the water for a minute and 30 seconds to make sure it gets to the right temp. That don't make no damn sense. That's some bullshit. Imagine, fellas, if you didn't have to run her a bath, you could just say, Alexa, preheat the tub to 250 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know if that's too hot. (laughs) I don't know. But you get the point. Somebody put me on if that's a thing or help me create this so that we can, you know, get through that. Random thought I had. Figured I'd, y'all pray for me. I was sober as hell when I thought of that. Y'all pray for me. Okay. And make sure this week that you pray for Morgan Wallen too while you're at it. Before someone knocks that mullet off the back of his ass. Y'all don't know who Morgan Wallen is? Me either. I didn't know who it was until this week. Morgan Wallen is a white country singer that was caught on camera saying nigger. Came home from the bar the other night, I guess, and decided he was just going to get out the cab and start saying nigger just all over the fucking place. During Black History Month, mind you, which doesn't really mean shit to me, if I'm being honest, because I don't just celebrate Black History Month in the shortest month of the year that shares Valentine's Day, the Super Bowl, Lincoln's birthday, Washington's slave-owning ass's birthday, like, shortest month of the year, I don't just celebrate Black History Month this month. I celebrate Black History Month every fucking month. But I digress. I celebrate black people in our history, which is American history, by the way, just in case everybody forgot, in our accomplishments all year. Now, I really, I digress. But I know motherfuckers like Morgan... You see, celebrate it with a post or something in February. It's the only time they ever acknowledge it. So that tells me that even in the small little month that someone like him would acknowledge black history, maybe throughout the day, he's hurling nigger around at night. Cool, Morgan Wallen. Now we know who you are. Now we even know who the, what the fuck you do. And cool. Good. But what made this so interesting to me this week, you see, was that for the last few weeks, I've been studying the legendary James Baldwin. What a man. Yes, James Baldwin, the American novelist, author, and activist that to me, and you know I hold this term in high regard, is one of the ultimate truth tellers in history. An artist and a truth teller and one of my heroes. One of my biggest heroes. A man that could see something for what it was. An injustice, for instance. Corral his fury and his fear. His rage and his vulnerability and channel it into something truthful, passionate, and eye-opening, and put it into his work. Fucking visionary. Goddamn, James Baldwin was good. But I was studying him this week. My mom reminded me to watch I Am Not Your Negro, a 2016 doc that is currently on Netflix. Not going to be on Flash It Only, but something everyone should watch. I'd seen parts of it, but not in its entirety, so... I rewatched it. It's a lot because he was quite a human being to cover. A lot of depth. I'm reading The Fire Next Time by Baldwin. Not going to be on Flash It Only, but something everyone should read. 
And simultaneously, I'm reading Begin Again by Eddie S. Glaude. Eddie Glaude has been mentioned on this pod several times. I will remind you to pick up this later. But the book is called Begin Again, James Baldwin's America and its Urgent Lessons for Our Own. And I've learned a lot, and I'm continuing to learn a lot from him about who he was, how he worked. And as Glaude suggests in his subtitle, as well as throughout the book, Begin Again, the fact that there is still, still so very much that still applies from the 50s, 60s, 70s in America today. Still. But something Baldwin said stuck out to me, and it's something that I'd like to share with you, and especially to a motherfucker like Morgan Wallen. I have to share it. Baldwin says this, and I quote, White people have to look in their hearts. Why was it necessary to have a nigger in the first place? Because I'm not a nigger. I'm a man. But if you think I'm a nigger, means you need it. You invented the nigger, and you have to find out why. And the future of the country depends on that. End quote. You see, this successful white country artist, by the way, after he hurled this racial slur, his sales, how he makes money, his sales went up exponentially, skyrocketed. But this successful white man feels the need to use a hurtful racial slur towards black people. Why? An invented concept to belittle an entire people. Niggers don't exist, let's be clear. It was something white people created to put themselves on a pedestal. But why? I can guess, but I'm not white. Only white people when it was invented, and now motherfuckers like Morgan Wallen can truly answer why they feel the need to use that word, hurl it around, and try to belittle people with it. But if I were to give it a shot, right, I would guess that it's the fear, the knowledge, and potentially the truth that they are so unexceptional, so unseasoned, so ordinary, that the only way to thrive is to step on someone else. Tell you a story real quick. When we were kids, mind you, my younger brother's five years younger than me. I would play him in all types of sports. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But especially basketball. Outside in the backyard. A little Nerf hoop in the bedroom. Video games. All types of shit. And it got to a point when the only way I could beat Jordan was to cheat. And I knew it. And though he was young, I think he knew it too. He definitely knows it now. <laughs> that nigga could whoop my ass in basketball now. But I would create these rules that made it harder for him. I would say he traveled just to win. I would say he stepped out of bounds. I would say all this stupid shit. Mind you, I was nine years old. Okay, don't judge me on this. I've atoned for it now. <laughs> but I was like nine. 
But the point is I created something because I knew I was less than he, even at that age. I created something. Some way to keep him down, some way to, you know, what have you. He ended up going on and becoming a Division I basketball player, et cetera, et cetera, playing overseas, whatever, whatever. But you get the point. I created something to keep him down. It's the only way I was going to win. That's what I think about why white people created that word, treated us the way that they do, and continue to say it in 2021, knowing, well, seemingly knowing that it's going to hurt them. Now, again, I said the man's sales went up. Let me repeat what Baldwin said. I'm not a nigger. I'm a man. But if you think I'm a nigger, means you need it. You invented the nigger and you have to find out why. And the future of the country depends on that. If you're going to spend the next two weeks appreciating black history and then forgetting, make it a good two weeks. I suggest you make James Baldwin a part of that. Want to talk football real quick? Let's. Fuck it. Let's talk football real quick. Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl LV or 55. It's in Tampa. So there's a team that's playing in the Super Bowl that gets to play in their home arena. Incredible. Few facts, at least from DT's point of view, Big Broccolini's point of view. Tom Brady is the most decorated football player we have ever seen, making him the greatest of all time, the GOAT, period. The man is a winner. MAGA hat wearing motherfucker, but he's a winner. And you play to win the goddamn game, so that makes him the GOAT. He has six rings like Mike. He's played or is going to be in his 10th Super Bowl like Braun. He's the greatest. More Mike than Braun, in my opinion. But only time will tell for Braun. Braun, I don't know. I don't know how many rings he finishes with. I'm not trying to hate. For the Braun stands come for me, Braun sexuals. Patrick Mahomes, though, on the other end. And that offense, it's going to be tough. Cheetah, Kelsey, he's got so many weapons, and he's just, he's the baby code. I think they call that a kid. I don't know. That's what I heard. Going to be a good one, I think. Pretty good defenses on both sides. But you see, I'm conflicted with who I want to see win. Because on one hand, I typically always go with the black quarterback when I don't have a, a, a horse in the race. Which would make me a Kansas City fan on Sunday. But the Bucks under Bruce Arians, almost have an all-black coaching staff. I'm leaning towards the Chiefs because I know if the Bucks win, we won't even hear about that black coaching staff. It'll be the Brady show, but we'll see how I'm feeling closer to the Super Bowl. Give me a good game. That's all I want. That's all I want. Outside of the game, though, Jay-Z is assisting the NFL in being performative and booking all the black talent. But meanwhile, Colin Kaepernick continues to be blackballed by the NFL, so I don't know how to feel about that. Yes, I said the truth about Jay-Z. Live with it if you need to. I don't give a fuck. But since he is allowing the NFL to tap into our culture and be performative, even though we held out a black man from peacefully protesting, I'm going to take some time to enjoy the pregame. Okay, Jasmine Sullivan is singing the national anthem, and I believe her is singing America the Beautiful, and the incomparable Amanda Gorman is going to read her poem. Looking forward to that. Performative as it is, I'm looking forward to it. Might I make two suggestions to you all, though? 
If your ass is going to watch the fucking Super Bowl, this NFL production, make a donation, whatever you can afford, to the Know Your Rights camp, which is led by Colin Kaepernick. Their mission is to advance the liberation and well-being of black and brown communities through education, self-empowerment, mass mobilization, and the creation of new systems that elevate the next generation of change leaders. So if you're going to slum it with the NFL and their bullshit and watch this ad-fucking-filled, money-grubbing, sponsor-filled fucking game, the least you can do is help Kaepernick help communities in need. I'm going to make a donation. I'm going to post about it. So I'm holding myself accountable as well. Suggestion two, though. Catch you some Z's or meditate during this halftime show because the weekend, even if he lip syncs, will sound like a scratched Michael Jackson record. That's just a fact. I'm not even going to laugh about that. I'm not trying to be funny. Don't even trip. Refill your glass. Grab you some extra nachos. Do you, but don't expect shit from this halftime show, in my opinion. Unless he brings out Ariana Grande, in which case I've asked Veronica to tap me if I'm meditating and tell me to open my eyes. On to bouquet of blessings, okay? I got some flowers to give out. 2021, I'm giving out flowers, baby. I'm giving flowers to a person, group, or entity for something dope as fuck. We're calling it bouquet of blessings back again this week. It is but only right that I give my bouquet of blessings to Mike G. A young, black, food and lifestyle journalist, entrepreneur that partnered with Daniel's Vineyard out in Indiana for his very own wine called Reflection. What a dope ass thing. I posted the special edition bottle I was lucky enough to purchase on my story the other day. These are the kind of things that I love to see black creators have the chance to do. I can only imagine the hard work that led up to this point and what went into something like this. I'm inspired. I would love for you guys to know, man, I would love to have an opportunity like this at some point in my career. And Mike G made it clear that it's possible. Shout out to my dog, Marquise, for putting me onto this. I had no clue about it. I'm always happy to have friends tell me about wine, to talk with me about wine. And I'm thankful for that brother for telling me about another brother doing something that is out of this world. But it, it's not out of this world because he made it possible to dream about it. So cheers to you, Mike G. Here go your flowers, brother. Now on to Fly Shit Only. Fly Shit Only is a segment of this podcast where I put you on game to the music cinema, books, and or miscellaneous parts of the culture I'm enjoying at the moment. We talked about Begin Again, so let me tell you a little bit more about it. Begin Again by Eddie S. Glaude, who is a professor at Princeton and an MSNBC contributor as well as an author. We talked about it. The book is needed. It pulls from Baldwin's work. It allows us to take a deep dive into who Baldwin was, what he said, and how it will apply to us now as Donald Trump became president after Barack Obama, the fact that that was a response to Barack Obama, and that no matter what we do, we're always going to have to pay for our advancement until white people are able to come to grips with why they ever needed a nigger and why the whole American democracy is a lie. Claude 
puts this together so well. He himself is a remarkable human being, and his commentary on things are so spot on and so truthful. This is a must read. I know I always say with music, just push play. My books, it's a must read. Oscar Scheller and Katie Gavin, who is a part of an exceptional band called Muna, have a single out called I'm Enough. Beautiful song. I'm happy that Katie has had an opportunity to do this collaboration because it's introed me to Oscar's music. So now I'm excited to peep more of that. Oscar Scheller, I'm hoping I'm saying his last name right. And y'all know this is the Muna Friendly Podcast where we stand that group, Muna. So, really good. Shout out to Katie Gavin. You sound amazing on here. Just push play on this, y'all. Lucky Day and Tiana Major 9 have a new single out called On Red. Push play. Two of our brightest. Pure R&B. These two just don't disappoint. Lucky Day smokes every feature duet he does. So this is no different, obviously. Tiana Major 9 is becoming one of my favorites. She's she's next, I'm telling y'all. Lucky Day, Tiana Major 9, single called On Red, Just Push Play. Her has a new single out called Fight For You off the Judas and Black Messiah soundtrack. It's her, guys. So what what do you want me to say? Just Push Play. Sit. Push Play. Last but not least, Netflix released its black and white dialogue heavy film called Malcolm and Marie featuring John David Washington and Zendaya. Directed by Sam Levinson, who I believe is the director of Euphoria. Just push play. It was excellent, honestly. I know we talked about it when we first heard about it. John David Washington. I was a little worried how he would pair with Zendaya. Zendaya is just fucking out of here she's turning into a movie superstar acting superstar right before our eyes but John David Washington the son of Denzel Washington which I'm sure part of it has to do with the fact that I'm like yo you're Denzel's son like you got to be Denzel which is not fair by the way but I was worried he held his weight he had some monologues in there where I was like damn yo he is really he's going to be one of those ones too He had moments of just really captivating work, monologues that I really felt. Zendaya just, I mean, what else? What else is there to say? She just, she's incredible. They did really, really well. And I know that they both got producer credits on it. It felt authentic because of that. It felt, the dialogue just felt real. You never come home late (laughs) from an event, ate some mac and cheese, in my case, vegan mac and cheese. Shout out to Annie's, of course. But, if you never come home and had a fight while y'all making late night food and the shit just get wild, I'm I'm gonna say I'm happy to say that Veronica and I have never had a toxic ass fight like that. Thank you, God. But in my past, I have had toxic ass fights like the one in this film. And it felt that shit felt real. Shout out to them. They did a wonderful job. I'm excited to see John David Washington's future. Excited to see Zendaya's future and most certainly excited to see Sam Levinson's future because he's just directing the hell out of everything he does. That concludes another episode of a podcast called Grab a Glass hosted by yours truly, David Thomas, better known as DT. 
also known as the one and only Big Broccolini. This is episode 42. I'm so thankful for you all. Seriously. 42 episodes. I have a group of supporters that I know don't miss an episode. Interact with me. Hit me up about the pod. Ask me how it's going. Do I need anything? What wine am I drinking? The interaction is so gratifying. And not because it's like, oh, DT, your podcast is so good, blah, blah, blah. No, it's just the fact that it's like we're sharing a moment. And I can't wait for the future of this. I can't wait to have the chance to talk about this shit with y'all in person. Share a glass of wine. I want to thank Veronica for being so supportive. Anything I need outside of basically recording this, she's got a hand in. So I thank you, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you to my family for being so supportive. It's just been a really, really good thing for me, and it's going to continue. So, as always, cheers to you. Cheers to you for listening. Much love to the creators. Much, 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 much love to the creators. No matter your flavor, may God forever be in our favor. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.